Welcome to the Slingshot Sim Racing Podcast. I'm Ellis. And I'm Chris. On the podcast, we get to know our slingshot racing community on and off the track, while also talking about anything and everything else sim racing related. You can check us out at slingshotracing.org where you can join our Discord. The podcast is brought to you by Apex Energy Drink and Martin Sports, but we'll talk about them a bit later. For now, let's jump into it. Well, in 2022, we've seen an epic battle for the championship between Aaron Wilson and Justin Smith. Neither one have really been able to gain an edge on the other. And like, I know personally, I have at least one driver I find myself side by side with each week. Um, and chances are you've probably got drivers and moments where you just can't seem to find an edge. Well, Slingshot has a little secret we're gonna let you in on. We found the edge. Apex Energy Drink is going to help you focus on every single detail that is important in those crucial moments of the race, whether it's the final lap at Daytona or the side-by-side -side battle into Eau Rouge at Le Mans. Most of uh, the energy drinks on the shelf are going to give you heart palpitations, and worst of all, they don't even tell you what ingredients they have in them. Apex Energy is formulated with your health in mind, avoiding artificial dyes and allergens, but it's still gonna keep you locked in during your toughest battles on the track. Uh, they've actually got four great flavors, including Blue Raspberry, Sherry Limeade, Bomb Pop, and Citrus Blast. My favorite's the Bomb Pop. Uh, go ahead and get yours now uh, and get 10% off by using the code SLINGSHOT10. That's SLINGSHOT10 uh, when you check out. Promise you are not gonna regret it. Right, it is episode number fourteen, and no, uh, no driver interview or guest interview tonight. It's just going to be Chris and I kind of talking about the season that we had that just came to a close, and we've got some other iRacing news topics to talk about. And, uh, kind of an interesting question about uh, sim racing burnout, which is you know something that I think both you and me, Chris, have experienced at some point in our sim racing careers but um you know with a lot of new people in the hobby uh that maybe haven't experienced that burnout yet i think it's it's something worth kind of talking about and spending a little bit of time discussing uh later on so we'll do that here shortly um but i just check in real quick how's your week been chris it's been pretty good uh if any of you listened to last week's episode uh you might have noticed that uh I sounded a little bit different. I was really under the weather last week. Um, kind of dealt with that throughout this whole, you know, previous week and past two days. Finally, starting to feel a little bit more normal and um, flu's running rampant right now. So protect yourself and try to stay healthy during this time. How about you? That's been a pretty good week. Yeah, I, I was not sick. Fortunately, somehow, uh, you know, we both teach. We've got kids dropping like flies in the classroom. Uh, it's that time of year, but we've got a week left. I think that's kind of what's coasting me through, uh, knowing that I've got a nice teacher, uh, you know, winter break coming up. So yeah, I'm 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 doing pretty good. I've got some some momentum. We've got exams coming up this week for students. So and then nice little vacation. Um, but it was not a vacation. 
last week uh, for us as we kind of closed out uh, another season of the Apex Energy uh, Cup Series and crowned champion. We uh, crowned Aaron Smith our second champion for Slingshot Racing Season 2. And it was kind of a dominating year for Aaron. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. But how was your experience in the race at Miami? Uh, how'd that race go for you, Chris? Uh, it was really good for a while. Um, you know, we, we had the fastest, uh, you know, hot lap speed in practice. Didn't qualify as well. They qualified sixth. Um, start of the race. Uh, running the bottom most of the race. Um, and I feel like we could roll the bottom, you know, pretty good, better than a lot of people could, you know, over the course of a long run. Unfortunately, um, on the first caution of the race, um, had a little bit of a technical glitch. Uh, all my USB devices flashed, uh, like they cycled. And, um, you know, I went back and watched the replay actually, and, um, my wheel completely flipped upside down and you know in the server my brakes locked up throttle you know ran wide open and you ran in the back of me i was about to say uh, i think there was someone behind you when that happened yeah <laughs> and uh unfortunately for you but i think that i don't think you had any damage yeah i don't think i got got any uh you know damage that at least slowed me down any any damage was cosmetic which was yeah which was okay yeah, and, you know, I gave myself an EOL because I wasn't sure what the deal was. And, you know, with that, I lost sound, and so I didn't have any sim sound for an entire run. And on the next pit stop, I, um, you know, was able to get out of the car and turn it back on. But we didn't have any cautions the rest of the race, and we drove up to to second uh, in that race. Um, it, and it really bums me out to think about what could have been, uh, you know, because we started on that restart all the way at the tail end of the field um who knows what would happen if if we wouldn't have had to do that just had really good long run pace had a heck of a battle with justin wilson uh at the end there and uh, yeah i was, was kind of creeping up race. on you guys on the the last couple of laps hoping that i might be able to to knock both y'all off and uh yeah i were you were you kind of reminded of how important those sound cues are for for racing in terms of all the noise you're hearing with the you know the gears but also just kind of what's going on with the car and the track oh definitely I, i'm really glad it's a track where we weren't shifting um i did have oh, trouble yeah. on the restart um but you know when whenever we run those endurance races i always have to turn engine sound up in those races because i really really have to hear those cues um you know like I have to drown out the the chat audio just a little bit more during those races just so I can, you know, get my shift points uh, a little bit more precise. But, um, yeah, I, I, I hate that happened. I haven't had that happen ever um, in, in a race. Uh, haven't had it happen with this new PC since I got it. And so I'm going to try to keep an eye on it and, you know, I use this PC for other things too, and so I've been trying to, you know, keep it running to in order to, you know, just check to see if it happens again and see if I can notice maybe what's going on when it happens. But um, never had it happen before, and hopefully it doesn't happen again. But you had a good race too. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think I was, I think I finished fifth, and I was running somewhere. I think generally around there in the top ten 
most of the night. Um, I I felt like I did a lot better in the race than I did during practice of saving tires. And again, I feel like our, our last two races were races where saving tires were was just critical. Uh, you know, Jacob Bradley uh, was in the lead with, what, two laps to go, and Aaron Smith eventually got around him because I think he maybe did just a little bit better job saving those tires. But, um, that yeah, I, I, I feel like that was a good way for me to end. Um, kind of having a string of bad luck and just bad runs before that. I was, I was pleased with that. I thought it was a great race. I thought our drivers, we had what, 20, low 20 show up yep. uh, in terms of numbers, which for the final race of the season, I, I feel like is, is good. You know, we're drawing more, more racers than that most of the season, but as the season winds down with any league, your numbers are going to kind of, kind of tick off a little bit. Um, right. you know, people got things going on. Maybe they're not very high up in the points and there's a little bit less incentive for them to run the final couple of races, which, which I get, and that makes sense. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll come back with strong numbers at the beginning, uh, of our next, next season, uh, for both of our series. So that's exciting. Uh, I thought it was a good race. I thought it was a great way to end. I think the entire season, um, you know, kind of ended in a great way before we talk about the rest of the season, though, I think, uh, it, it does need to be mentioned. We, uh, gave away a custom, very custom, uh, gaming PC from stray gaming. Uh, you can follow them on Instagram at stray PCS or stray PCs. They do, uh, a lot of custom builds. You're looking to just follow uh, custom builder on Instagram. They're great, but they basically put together a fully themed racing, uh, computer. I don't know any other way to put it or even describe it. It's, it's painted with, with car paint the cases it's got uh top top tier uh gpu i think it's got a 4080 in it uh it's got top tier cpu it's got custom cooling runs uh it's it's insane we're gonna start posting pictures of in the next week or two but we gave that away uh to randy bechtel he didn't win a race this year but he did win a computer which uh if i were him i'd probably be okay with that i would take the computer over the race uh but we've we've been lucky to have them on board and hopefully I will bring them back on board next season. Uh, but yeah, check them out uh, for for amazing kind of build logs and just overall content when it comes to PCs. And if you're looking for a PC or any sort of hardware, uh, feel free to message them on Instagram as well. So yeah, the season has been great. We started out Daytona and I don't remember how many drivers we had, but uh, definitely the 30s, uh, in the mid 30s, I believe. Um, so we had a strong start to the season. We had Andrew McGronigal uh, win, which I believe was his only win this only win this season. Uh, but he was kind of a new driver to Slingshot and kind of came out of nowhere, which was awesome to see. Um, and then uh, the rest of the season, I felt like, other than a few races, was kind of a felt like a duel between Aaron Smith and Justin Wilson, kind of going back and forth with Justin dominating early, and then Aaron kind of coming in and picking up momentum uh, into, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh race. I'm trying to pull up the uh, calendar right now. Um, but to kind of see the results, yeah. So Andrew McGronigal won Daytona. Uh, we went, then went to Auto Club Speedway. Justin Wilson won. Justin Wilson followed with another win at Atlanta. And then Aaron Smith got his first win in race four at Rockingham. Um, which, uh, remind me, Chris, was that the controversial tire race where Aaron had saved a set of tires? 
Or is that um, somewhere else? I'm trying to remember where that was. The race where Aaron saved a set of tires, I want to say, was at Michigan. I think you're right. I think it was Michigan. So I think Rockingham was the race where Justin ran into trouble with a lap car. Yes, that's what it was. I knew there was something uh, kind of controversial about that. Aaron Smith then went on to win Bristol. Justin came back at Watkins Glen on the road course and won. Then Aaron won that uh, 88 lap race at Michigan by saving that set of tires. Uh, Myrtle Beach was a crazy race. Lots of crashes, but Justin Wilson ended up taking home that win. And then he followed it up with a win on the dirt at Eldora. And then we headed to Talladega. as another wild card race with a kind of surprise winner. Scott Tompkins uh, came through and won. So he's probably listening to this. Congratulations again on that. And then we had another first-time winner, uh, Wesley Pistole. Wesley Pistol. Pistole, Wesley Pistol. He's going to get me for that, but I figured I'd get it in once. Uh, Darlington, which is a a tough track. Uh, It is. Had a heck of a race. Yeah. It really was. It was a dogfight the final 10 laps or so between him and Justin. Um, and he ended up kind of coming out on top of that. Uh, then we went to Chicago, which was uh, the Chicago street course, not Chicago land, but Chicago street course, which Aaron Smith put on pretty much a clinic. And he did he lap all but one car? I think so. I think so. That that was the race that, um, you know, Justin missed. And the following week, um, I feel like this two week stretch right here. Aaron was really on his game. I know Justin wasn't at Chicago and he had trouble at Richmond, but Aaron was lights out fast at both Chicago street course and at Richmond. Yeah. And he, he took home two victories in a row. And I feel like that was kind of, like you said, the turning point in the season where the, there was a clear momentum shift and Aaron kind of came out on top of that and looked like the clear favorite, uh, to win. He pretty much clinched it at Richmond. All he had to do was start in the final race of the season at Phoenix and he did and he had a pretty uh, actually it wasn't the final race but the next to last the last race at Phoenix and I, I think I misspoke he didn't clinch it until Phoenix pretty much um, where he didn't win but I believe he had a strong finish he kind of was not not as fast as he typically has been uh, yeah. but but he ran well enough to pretty much cement his championship all he had would would have to do would be to start at Miami, and he did. And uh, Jacob Bradley won Phoenix, but he almost also won Miami. He almost won um, Miami as well. He almost won Miami. So Jacob Bradley came on strong there at the end of the season. I'm interested to see what he's going to be able to do as we, uh, you know, continue if he's going to be able to run with us this season or not. But yeah, I I felt like it was a successful season. I think it was, um, you know, our certainly our first big season. We had done kind of the summer season before. Um, sorry, my mic is dropping a little bit, but we had done that summer season before, but we hadn't really run the full 15 week schedule. So this was our first attempt at that. And I felt like we held pretty healthy numbers throughout, you know, you never know guys have things going on, uh, during the, during certain weeks, maybe they're traveling for work. Maybe they've got to do something with their family. Um, or maybe they're, you know, just not feeling it that week, but to, to get the number of drivers we had each week, I, I was I was really pleased by that. I feel like our driving kind of community within the series got stronger and stronger each week. The conversations we had were great. I think we started off with guys maybe not knowing each other as well. And maybe tempers were a little more quick to <laughs> to kind of flare early on. But I feel like we got a pretty good hold of that as the season went on. 
Definitely, definitely. I think that we built a we built a, a rapport with each other, and a lot of us have known each other, you know, from from the summer series, and you know, maybe racing each other in other leagues. But uh, you know, there's a lot of new faces this season, and I was happy to see that you know that that we kept everybody, you know, most everybody uh, hung around and until the end. Um, and I'm really excited to see what uh, what happens next uh, going forward. Uh, coming up in this, you know, sort of this double season that we're going to have starting in January. Yeah, and we we did some great giveaways throughout the season. That's one of the things that I think we've tried to do that makes us stand out a little bit more than other leagues is we try to give something away uh, every week, whether it's something small or something a little bit bigger. We gave away uh, some free setup packs from some Premier Sim Racing, uh, which was awesome. Uh, we gave away some cool products from Sim Racing Tech. Uh, some some really awesome stuff, including a couple of LED kind of flag indicators. We gave away some dashboards. Uh, we gave away some just LED light bars uh, that shows kind of shift lights, also spotter indicators. So that that was cool. We gave away uh, to our champion and runner up. We gave away a butt kicker uh, gamer pro. Uh, we're grateful for for them being a partner this season. Um, and if you haven't used haptics in your in your sim rig yet, uh, you got to do it because it makes all the difference. And you know that simply because you've got these new pedals with uh, a little bit of force feedback going on. Uh, how's that? How's that working out for you? Just a quick check in on that. Uh, it's great. I, so those of you that listened in last week, I, I did pick up the Black Friday special, uh, Fanatec uh, V3 pedals, um, and. I've only run one race with them at all. Um, and that was our season finale at Homestead. And uh, I feel like it was one of my best races performance wise all season. So uh, I was really, really happy with them. And I feel like they did make a huge difference. So highly recommend them. And yeah, that's uh, that haptic force feedback that does, you know, that that does make a difference. Yeah, so uh, Butt Kicker's been great this season. We gave away a button box to our runner-up uh, from Derek Spear Design, which has been making uh, button boxes. I think since, man, I got into sim racing, it feels like they know what they're doing. But um, you can check both of those those products out, Butt Kicker and Derek Spear Design. We'll put their link in the show notes. Um, we gave away some sim racing gloves from Martin Sports. Uh, and they, they specialize in making those sim racing gloves. So whether you're looking for the immersion or you're looking to protect your wheel, um, if you've got like an Alcantara kind of suede wrap around your wheel, sim racing gloves are important. We gave away a couple pairs of those. Our drivers were super ecstatic about those. And I know this sounds like a plug for our sponsors, and it kind of is, uh, because they made the season possible. Uh, if it wasn't for them, you know, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to do what we do and, and do it as successfully as I think we've done this season. Uh, our trophy which is just incredible. Uh, it's got all 15 tracks that we raced at, kind of laser etched and engraved on it. Uh, UD Awards um, has been amazing to us. They're going to partner with us on our trophies. I'm, I'm hoping to get those in in the next week or two and see what they look like. Um, you can check them out on Etsy uh, for any of your trophy needs. Uh, we just, we've, we've been fortunate. We've been blessed to have a lot of great great supporters um this season so i think i think i got everybody but i feel like i need to double check just to 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 make sure we've covered all of our bases and we don't leave anyone hanging uh evan pianta always does a great job right with with any paint that we ask him to do with any graphic that we ask him to do he's just been 
awesome pretty much all season long. Absolutely. Uh, and then, then Apex, our premier partner, our, yeah. our title partner has been, uh, we've been fortunate to, to connect with them and, and just build that relationship. And uh, I honestly got the idea to start drinking Apex, uh, a, kind of a smaller amount uh, before my last three races. And I honestly can say I felt like it made a difference in terms of my performance. Uh, especially that last race. So um, I was able to, to, to have kind of clean energy, no kind of crash or, or the shakes or anything like that. So um, they're awesome. They're going to be back. Uh, you can check out their products, all sorts of great flavors um, on apexenergydrink.com. So yeah, uh, I think that covers all our, our sponsors. They've been awesome. It's been an awesome season. And I can't wait to start our next season, uh, which is going to include two series. Season three will have a truck series and also a cup series that's running the ARCA cars. Both will be a fixed setup. Uh, you can check out our Instagram uh, bio link to, to register for that. We'll throw up a registration link also in this podcast notes if you're on iRacing and want to join us for one of those series. Uh, we'd love to have you. So, yeah, I think we should move on, kind of talk about some iRacing news. Um, active Reset. And this new season one update is something oh we've talked about a little bit uh, already. But if you're not aware of what Active Reset is, uh, this is from Traction's website. It's essentially a time-saving mechanism that can be used to hone one's skills in a particular section of a track without the constant need to reset from the beginning. I think that is one thing that I I do struggle with when I go to particularly road courses is I'll go out there, I'll, you know, run seven out of eight corners fine and there's that one corner that just gets me and i wish i could practice it over and over and over again and this is kind of the first opportunity we've had to do that i personally have not used the active reset feature and i don't think have you used it yet no but i've used it in other in other you know like codemaster games so it's kind of like a rewind feature it feels like a little bit in a way I, i yeah i've used something like it before um yeah i mean like I, I i definitely see the benefit to it when we go ahead I, I don't i don't know how i don't know how i feel about it being an i racing um i've always thought of it as kind of this arcadey feature that i don't mind because i think arcade racing games have their place and they have their um you know that they have their their crowd and i'm certainly one of them because i enjoy those um but i just i think of iRacing as something that's different and something that is supposed to be a little bit more pure and a little bit more traditional and a little bit closer to you know you know the the real uh you know the real racetrack and i don't know how i feel about it yet and to be clear like you can't rewind during a race or anything like that and it's not going to be i i can't imagine they'd allow you to use it in a practice session i would imagine it's got to be a test session uh i I I can't confirm that for sure but i'm pretty positive it'd be during the test session and i was thinking about this i was like is this going to make people just like spend hours and hours and hours going through the same corner and just becoming like complete aliens and i was thinking like to be honest the people who are aliens anyways are it's not going to make a difference in that sense. Probably I think not. it only stands to benefit people, certainly like me, who do have those corners at certain road courses that they're just terrible at and they've never been able to really be uh, fully 
I, I don't think I'll ever fully master anything in sim racing, but um, to be competent enough, you know. Um, so, I, again, I agree with you that it does feel a little bit arcadey, but within the confines of a test session, you know, I, I, I think it can only only be good. It's just another practice tool. And I'm yeah. sure you and I will use it, especially as we practice and get ready for Daytona. I was doing a little little uh, practice session in the Porsche 911 earlier at Daytona. And, How was uh, that going? It was good. Um, I was having trouble getting some of the VRS setups loaded, but I just ran kind of the stable setup. And yeah. that thing, man, it, it handles it just as good, if not better, at Daytona than it did at Road Atlanta. So I think it's going to be a fun race. I, I can't speak to how fast I'm going to be. Uh, but I was, it was respectable, uh, Good. first time out there in that car. So I'm we'll ready get, to get out there in these new pedals. Uh, yes. I bet it's going to be nice. We're going to get some setups thrown in there and, uh, we'll be the off the race is hopefully going to run a few cars. Um, and the Daytona 24 hours on iRacing racing in January. So yeah, that's, uh, I think we can move on from the active reset and something that you and I have been dreading uh, for years ever since they announced the the new UI was when the the iRacing member site goes away. Oh no! Um, I know this is this so is something so. that they've been threatening. I feel like they've been threatening for a while. They've been trying to kind of get us acclimated to this, uh, but but yeah, it's it's going away. And when is it going away? I heard it was by season two, 2023. Most so of that would be, in a, in be a, gone. a couple months. Yep. A couple months. So it's going away and, and they've been, like you said, they've been trying to wean us off of the, the member site by, you know, adding, you know, certain paint features, uh, to the, to the UI, you know, like yeah, cause you can't paint, paint your car and the, the member site anymore. Can you? You can't, you can't, and um, you know, there's just there's a few things that they have they've been trying to move us towards the UI, and and you know, the the writing was on the wall. You knew it was going to come. Honestly, I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. Um, I thought that it would. Uh, I, I but I've been dreading the day, and uh, I'm I'm really really uh, bummed out about it. I, I've you know, like you. Gosh, we've been on the site since like 2009, mm -hmm. and uh, you know that's that's the only thing that we've known. And the and the UI has always been my old man screaming at the wind. Um, I, I refuse to give in to change, <laughs> but yeah. uh, gonna have to now. Yeah, now we will. We'll have to figure it out. We will naturally. I think it. You know, there's a bit of resistance there, but once you kind of get in there, and there's no other option. Uh, you know, you kind of got to do what you got to do. It's like when I waited to the last day I had to grade 30 papers last week. And <laughs> I started in the morning and I knew I had to do it and I, I got it done. And we'll get used to this just like I graded those papers. So um, the, the one thing I, that is concerning for me, and I don't run as much hosted as I used to now that we're running with the league, but um, the hosted races was just always kind of a mystery to me. It, it didn't feel very uh. user intuitive. It might have changed since I was last kind of on that looking through those races, but I'm just so used to the, the member site. So, you know, rip, uh, but on to, to newer and better things, I suppose. Certainly never shiny. forget. Nope. Never forget gone, but not forgotten. At least gone when season two rolls around. So, uh, so 
this week uh, we kind of wanted to just explore kind of uh, you know something that might be relevant to to all of our listeners, whether they're in our slingshot racing league or maybe you're listening um, just as a, a, a sim racer. Uh, I came across a post on the Sim Racing subreddit, which is a great place for information if you're not on there. Uh, join it. But I was intrigued by uh, the title of the post, How to Support Hobby Racer Husband. So this person's wife uh, had gotten on here. And uh, I'm assuming it might be a wife. It might not be. There's nothing in there to fully indicate that. But um, some people's response is certainly treated Treat it like it was, but I'll just go ahead and read the post. Um, this person says, Hi all. So my husband loves sim racing most of the time. It's a great hobby for him, and it's usually something fun. However, within the past year or so, he has been considering giving up. Let me explain. My husband typically finishes pretty high in league races. He even helps manage a league. Something seems to have changed, though, and he has been finishing more mid-range and feels like he has less control over the car overall. Wow, has my wife written this? He tweaks all kinds of things, works with Coach Dave, gets other coaching sessions, but he'll finish a practice lower than third, and it just crushes his confidence. Oh, that's kind of sad. I, I would be happy if I was finishing fourth, fifth, sixth in practice. Um, but he keeps saying he should quit. It's sad to see the thing that brought him so much joy is now causing him so much frustration. He has put a ton of money into this hobby in about five years. I don't want to tell him he should stick with it if it is really impacting his happiness. But at the same time, him having a hobby is seriously so important due to the life enrichment factor. Any ideas on how I can support him? Wow. First of all, like, kudos to this wife for having an emotional awareness that a lot of partners probably uh, don't. Um, I think that's that's awesome. Uh, that this person is so in touch with their partner that that they kind of kind of see what's going on. They they pay enough attention to know that. Um, so let's just talk about burnout because it sounds to me like this fella does have burnout. Um, have you experienced burnout in sim racing, Chris? Oh yeah, um, multiple times probably. Um, there was a stretch where. I don't remember exactly the year. It might have been 2016, 2017, uh, that stretch right there. Um, you know, life was fine. It wasn't like life was bad for me, uh, but it was just very busy. And I, um, gosh, I probably didn't get on iRacing for about a year and a half, maybe. Um, I, I kept on being a subscriber to iRacing and a supporter. Um, but every single time I thought about, you know, like looked at my wheel, looked at my computer, I was like, I really don't want to do this. You know, I just don't want to do it. And if you don't want to do it, if, if it doesn't bring you happiness, um, I'm not the type of person that, that will do it. Um, it's, I mean, it's the same thing with like any hobby, like playing a video game, you know, like if you're playing any type of video game. And it feels like a chore. It feels like something that, gosh, I really don't want to do this, but I got to do it. Then you probably shouldn't be doing it. Um, I just think that it's important to evaluate how you get your happiness out of it. Um, I'm not the type of person. I'm not the type of sim racer who is going to go out in a, in a, like in a league season and win, you know, like half the races. Um, I'd be happy with 
you know, like I'm going to, you know, I, I would be happy with contending for wins and maybe winning one race, maybe winning two races. Um, I would be happy with that type of a season. Um, but, you know, I, I just think that you have to evaluate, you know, what makes you happy with sim racing. And, you know, like there's certain things like as you get older and as it changes, like there's certain things about sim racing that I'm not near as good at as I used to be. Um, I, I used to be able to get on a restrictor plate track feel very very confident go out there and feel confident pushing a guy in front of me around the track for two or three laps at a time no issue and i can't do that at all anymore i'm just i've lost the ability to do that um i'm as i gotten older i feel like i'm a little bit better at saving tires than i used to be when i was 20 something years old um i just feel like i have a better understanding of that but i've lost Probably the more ability thing too yeah yeah, but I've, I've lost the ability to, you know, restrictor plate race in the same way that I used to be able to. So, you know, it's it's just, you know, you just have to ask yourself how you, you know, like, what is it that you want to get out of sim racing? And, you know, if, if you're the type of guy that's going to be miserable, um, if you don't go out there and, and win every single session, it's going to be hard to find happiness in it, I think. I would agree. I think that was something that, I struggled with early on when we started league racing, particularly like I've been burned out on some racing before that. Um, but it, it got to the point where, you know, I was really kind of beating myself up if something bad happened in a race. And, and, you know, I was constantly very vigilant about my, my place in point standings and all that. And yeah, that's important, but ultimately we're, you know, at least I think we all started because we wanted to have fun doing this. And if you're not having fun, like you said, you you need to kind of take a step back and and rather than forcing yourself to continue doing it because you think you should, take a step back and figure out like what what do you like about sim racing? And I think this is true for any hobby, quite honestly, like you mentioned video games. Uh, what, what, what is the allure? What is the draw of sim racing for you? Is it because you thought you were going to be, go out there and be Michael Schumacher on the sim wheel? Or was it because you love racing and you just wanted to be out in a, you know, sim car, so to speak, and, and have fun? I, I think most of us are probably, uh, the latter. Most of us are never going to be, you know, there can only be so many first place winners out there, right? We're no, we're not... Uh, not everyone can win every week, so what's going to keep you on board? And, um, you know, one of the pieces of advice that that people gave to this um, poster was, you know, get your, your partner to, to try another discipline. Um, you know, and that's something that, that can be fun. For me, I know that we specifically race the oval cars a lot, but but we've got those few events every year on the road courses with the endurance races that that bring me a lot of joy and, and allows me to mix it up. Cause no, I'm not, I'm not practicing in a road car every week, but you know, starting this time of year, as we get into December, I start thinking about Daytona and I start kind of starting to log some laps in a, in a road car on the Daytona road course. And that's something I look forward to every year. Um, not because I think we're going to contend for a win, but because I like the event, I like the challenge. I love, you know, getting in another car and another discipline. Um, I've been even toying with the idea of hopping on one of the like Formula One PC games, uh, just to kind of give that a try. 
because I do love racing and I'm not like married to iRacing in the sense that that's all I want to do and I'm not super concerned about iRating. I think that's another thing. I think this person, uh, their partner was super concerned with being fast and, you know, for whatever reason, they weren't as fast as they were and that was really bothering them. So I think it's just... It's it's not a great situation, but it's a it's a mindset shift. I think is is the biggest piece of advice I could give is try to remember what you enjoy about sim racing. Is it is it the the winning every week or finishing second every week, or is it getting on there, driving the car, enjoying yourself for some time, spending time with others, and you know, for me, it's more about that at this point. I've recognized I've recognized that. My talents and my time will never allow me to progress to what in my wildest dreams I, I could be on iRacing. And I've accepted that. And I think that's that's something that, uh, you know, the, I think that comes with age, right? I, I don't know how old this person is, um, but they are married. So I'm assuming they're they're at least 20, 21 years old. Uh, but I, so I do think I do think that mentality is hard to kind of, um, you know, Hard to develop at an earlier age. Uh, I think that that it comes with age. So definitely, I agree. I'm um, just looking through this post to see what other kind of responses um, people got. Uh, again, someone here is it important to be num- more important to be number one or have fun enjoying your hobby? Um, yeah. Another really good piece of advice was enjoy the journey regardless of the destination, and that's something that I just kind of carry you know, with me in, in iRacing, you know, uh, yeah, I, you know, you might not have the best finishes, but, you know, competing, that's something for me, like competing is fun. Yeah. Like, regardless of what the hobby is, regardless of what the competition is, like, I just love to compete. I think that's, that's the biggest, you know, source of enjoyment for me. Yeah, I would, I would agree. The competition uh, is, is part of the fun building the rig is part of the fun in my opinion and i think you've kind of seen that as you built out your rig and all that and um you know it's it's fun to add little you know bits and bobs and stuff to the rig whether it's a button box or you know a little uh, shift indicator or something like that just to dial everything in it's it's really fun um you know the the, the elephant in the room here that uh someone finally brought up in the subreddit is maybe he needs to step away for a bit and I do yep. think that, like you said, there's something to be said for stepping away, um, whether it's for a week, whether it's for two weeks, whether it's for a month. Um, you know, I'll just be honest, this past week or two with our league, I've been a little bit burnt out just because of everything going on at, at work, but having to kind of uh, do a lot with the league to kind of finish the season. And, you know, come Thursday, I was like, man, I can't think about sim racing today. I've just, I've got to, I got to zone out. I got to, I got to go and enjoy what I'm doing at work, but also like, I can't think about it when I get home. I'm just going to come home, watch a movie, watch TV, dinner, talk to my wife. And, um, so those, those, those moments away, whether they're moments, they're days, they're weeks, or maybe even months or longer. Um, you know, I, I've had those, those breaks in my sim racing, uh, I, I, you know, I'm afraid to call it a career, but in terms of being a hobby, yeah, I guess it has been a, a pretty long, long hobby for me, but I've had, like you said earlier, years where I haven't done it. Um, yeah. but I've always come back to it. It's the one thing in my life that, um, 
you know, whether when I was a kid or now I've, I've been able to come back to and, and have the same kind of enthusiasm uh, for it as I always have, maybe even more so now than, than I have in the past. So yeah, if you're struggling with, with burnout, you've got a couple options. Try mixing it up, go to another discipline. If you're racing oval, switch to road, switch to dirt. If you're racing uh, road, come on over to oval. <laughs> we'd love we'd love to have you. Um, you see what it's really like and see that the challenge is there. Um, or, you know, just stop for a little bit. Yeah, try a different game. Try pick, a different... pick another game, pick another hobby. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's happened to all of us and it's not something to ignore because the longer you try to force yourself to do something when you're burnout, the worse that burnout's going to get uh, and, and the harder it might be to come back from. So um, burnout's a real thing. Burnout's a real thing in life and work, um, much less when it comes to games. So yeah, I feel like there were some pretty good responses. We kind of covered those. Um, you know, we'll ask a question. We want to hear from you this week in the uh, question uh, uh, question section of the podcast. We'd like to know um, if you've been burnt out, uh, when, and what'd you do about it. So, yeah, we got anything else we want to talk about before we uh, end this one tonight, Chris? Um, just for all of our drivers, uh, you know, thank you all for such a great season. All the viewers that, you know, stuck around every single week and uh and watched us on stream um pay attention to the to the discord and to social media might be doing some fun stuff in the off season absolutely so more information to follow on that if you're interested in uh joining us whether it just be our community in the discord uh or social media or you would actually drive with us uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, you can see plenty of places there where we'll link you to how you can register for actually driving in our upcoming series starting in January. Okay, I hope everyone has a great week, and uh, we'll head into our first week of the off season. Enjoy, everyone. Have a good night. Hope you enjoyed that episode. We just wanted to say thank you for your time and your interest in our podcast. And really just overall, thanks for listening. We work hard to bring these episodes to you guys each week. And thanks for being a part of our Slingshot Racing community. If you want to learn more, you can find us at slingshotracing.org. From there, you can find us on social media like Instagram, Facebook. You can join our Discord from the main website. And uh, if you're listening to us on Anchor, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, please feel free to leave us a review. Uh, the more reviews and the better reviews we have, the more people who will have access to this podcast. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll hope to hear from you and see you next week. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.